0: Our show today was brought to you by X-Tax Pros. Where do I get my paperwork done for the IRS or my bookkeeping? Well, I go to x Yes, this is Rebecca Love, and I actually use them. If you're in Nevada and need an accountant, go to x Their phone number is 702 253 Nine nine, 702 oh two seven nine nine. Enjoy the show. Hear ye, hear ye.
1: Hear ye, hear... What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax B-Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo
0: herself, the fan-fucking-tabulous Rebecca Love! And now, talking dirty with Rebecca Love. Hi, I'm Rebecca Love, and you're listening to Talking Dirty. Of course, I don't have Jocelyn Stone here today. However, I have somebody just as fabulous that you're going to love. It's Lord Rough Sir. How are you doing over there?
1: I'm excellent. I'm I'm so glad to be here. I'm a huge fan of of Talking Dirty and Sick Addictions. I'm. I'm going to try not to geek out on you, so and be a fan. Really? Boy, but,
0: uh,
1: oh yeah, you guys are awesome, and I love both shows.
0: I think you're also a fan of uh, Off the Cuff.
1: Yes, Off the Cuffs. Uh, uh, I, I noticed call.
0: that on uh, your Twitter and stuff. We met them at Exotica one year, and they're awesome. They're awesome. They are great very guys. educational. So before we even get started on uh, not open relationships, by the way, but polyamorous. Correct. Before we even get started, you're a big fan of Halloween. I am. I know. Me too. Did you, Tell you me. My- you, you've I sent me a couple of pictures and stuff. You gave yeah, me teasers. Yeah. How'd it go this year?
1: It was great. Um, we had the fog machine going. We had the bell machine going. We had the light show. Um. It was it was huge. We had to shut off the fog machine because we actually fogged the street. You couldn't drive through the street. It blocked. It, it was it shut, all visibility got shut off.
0: That's how strong your fog machine is.
1: Yeah, we we have a um, a, a DJ fog machine and yeah. a DJ DJ bubble machine.
0: How many people come to your house?
1: We go through. Seven bags of Costco candy.
0: Wow, Desire. those are big bags. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I don't know how many kids that is. I, I, quit, I quit counting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have one. At, you, you must quit counting after that because I have a little clicker because I have one when I do events to see how many people showed up. So I uh-huh. use it on the kids during Halloween to see how many trick-or-treaters show up. I got 120, but I bet you got way over that.
1: We, um, where we live in Long Beach, um, it's, it's a pretty like nice neighborhood. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of, a lot of uh, cities or uh, communities or, that will bus kids in. So oh. there's the next street over from us is a double wide street, and they'll park buses there, and the kids will go around our neighborhood.
0: So, does uh, the whole neighborhood participate in such an extravagant Halloween festival?
1: Some Halloween. some some homes do, some homes don't. Oh, okay. So on our, on our block, we're the only ones that go crazy. But on the other side of our block, we have people that decorate like that, too.
0: And that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm a big kid. I love Halloween. Me, too. I'm a big kid. I, it's one of my <laughs> favorites. That's why we had to talk about it, because the people that listen to the podcast, they know. Halloween. Halloween. I'm already planning for next year. How long does it take for you to set up?
1: Uh well, we've got it down to a system. So we set up the inside of our house takes well now it takes 3 hours cuz we take photos of where we place everything. And so when we unpack oh. and pull it out, we just follow the photos and put everything where the photos were. Oh,
0: so it's that's not, it's smart. like we
1: we we've, we've got it we've got it down to like a science.
0: You're organized. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our subject today is polyamorous, but I want to talk a little bit about you and get the audience familiar on who you are. So, give me your elevator pitch.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, I am a experienced pro dom uh, phone sex operator. Um, I actually got into phone sex because of you. you I don't get. It.
0: I think you mm-hmm. mentioned something about a YouTube video that I did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that had horrible audio, by the way, but I guess it but did look, the trick.
1: You look fabulous in it. You had this whole like sexy librarian thing going on. It was pretty hot <laughs> it was pretty hot um but yeah, that's when I get introduced to like you know phone sex and online online sex work, and that opened up a whole new world for me
0: phone sex it's not dead it's not dead oh, at no. all. no people are intimidated it's- by the webcam, so we still have a generation or two holding on to those phone sessions. It, it's just, it's less intimidating it, and it's, it's very
1: la- intimate. It's, it's, it's intimate. Um, it's less intimidating. And I think that, that you, you can do a lot more fetish content over the
0: phone than you can in webcam. Yes. Cause the mind can get very creative.
1: Correct. Like I can build you an extreme dungeon scenario that I can't build an extreme dungeon in my house. As much as I would like to, my my husbands have told me no. No, I understand.
0: <laughs> First of all, it's expensive.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so there, there is still because so much of the imagination is engaged. There is so much more you can do with it.
0: Mm, that makes sense because it seems like when I do phone sex, it's you know it, it's the same. Vanilla uh, speech or I'm just twisting it and turning it just a tad. Yeah. But when you do fetish, I mean, this, your imaginations, there's no limit. Well, but
1: sometimes you have those loyal clients. Like I have one client and he calls me once a month and we're on the phone for 40, 50 minutes. And it's the ah. same fantasy every time. Really? Every time. Yeah. I mean, little tweaks, but it's the same fantasy. Ev- I mean, for a year, um, and I, he, he doesn't want me to switch it up. He just yeah. wants, you know, you know, it's the same, same ice cream, just a little bit of toppings every once in a while. Um, and he's one of my most loyal customers.
0: That's great, then. That's yeah. great. I always wonder if I'm getting, um boring to the customer you know but yeah you're right you get those loyal ones that and they don't want you to divert from the plan if you put something in there like mm, yeah yeah let's just bring it back a little
1: <laughs> you're, you're their comfort zone when they when they call you they they know what to expect you're safe right so whatever relationship problems they're having whatever whatever boss is yelling at them whatever's going on in their world they they know that when they call you it's safe because they know what to expect and that familiar familiarity is very powerful,
0: and is that your main source of income is is the phone,
1: or do you have no. other avenues no i have, I have different avenues of of income.
0: Do you want to talk about it or you're not allowed to uh, Well, i do, I do, no, I do adult work. Your I'm you're regular i met met yeah you're Lord rough sir that's what I'm talking yes. about, okay. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, so i mean uh, I, I do adult content. Um I'm building websites um I just I have my fingers in lots of different pies.
0: I did notice you had a cam model as a hashtag in yes. your Twitter profile. Yeah. You cam? I do cam. Um I don't make money at it though. Okay, I was just wondering how it was for a guy cuz For well,
1: well, I because I'm a bear um and so so the audience can picture this. Um I'm a good-looking truck driver.
0: He is good-looking. He's yummy. Yeah. I'm
1: just, I'm just, I'm just 450, and I'm, I'm a big guy. So most of the cam models, they're very muscular. They're very classic-looking. Um, so because I don't fit into that necessarily mold, um, I don't, it's not a good niche for me. I mean, cam modeling is great. For men, you have to be – if you're not gay, you have to be gay-comfortable. You have okay. to be homo adjacent, like you don't have to be gay, but you 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 got to understand that that the biggest subscriber of of adult content is men, so that means that you're if your most of your clients are going to be gay men.
0: Okay, and most of the gay men, like model looking GQ, other men. Yeah. Okay, but I would just think you would have a niche, kind of like how we have BBWs. And there is a niche there; um, it doesn't work the same way.
1: Not for cam modeling for men, okay? Um, because there is so much free porn, and everyone wants to show their dick on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. That, I, I get i raped every day. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, you can't you can't help it. So it's it's kind of oversaturated in that sense. Um, there is a niche in for camming in men and fetish content. But for that kind of camming, I would have to have a, an environment um, to cam in, which would be conducive so I could build that fantasy. Um, and I don't have that kind of space in my
0: house. But you didn't get permission. We just talked about that earlier. They wouldn't allow it.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. And the next house, we've agreed. The next house, I get to have a dungeon.
0: But And you also do um, – uh, I'm gonna say I am horrible with fetish, so I have to look at my notes. But it's okay. financial domination.
1: Yes, so I, I am I am a fin dom. Uh, and I wrote an article on that on there's a lot of pop up pop up fin doms, male and female pop up fin doms, um, who all like, right, give me cash to talk to me. But they really don't understand the, the nuances of financial domination and how that ties into BDSM and how that ties into kink. On top of that, you now have um, this expectancy uh, for people to just throw money out there, even when it has nothing to do with financial domination. So let me give you an example. I have a friend who was on, um, uh, I think it was grinder so he was on grinder which is a gay app
0: it's like tinder but it's grinder
1: yes okay he's he's on grinder and he is not even a dom he's a submissive his profile on grinder is super vanilla a guy hits him up and he's like hey i i want to i want to tribute you money i'm i'm a finn slave can i send you 20 bucks on on cash app?" okay and he's like yeah go ahead it's It's becoming so common now as as a um a tool to get attention that sometimes it's being lost as a fetish. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, like they're just asking for money, but they don't understand the give and take and the fantasy that goes with it. correct i I know I couldn't do it i I hate asking. <laughs> I've had people ask me before, like, can, can I, uh, do you femdom or femdom? I said it wrong. Financial dom. And I, femdom is one of them. Yeah. It is.
1: Well,
0: well, anyway, I, I, I wouldn't even know the first thing. Like, okay, you want to pay my car bill, but why, (laughs) why we don't have a relationship yet.
1: Okay. So you, you asked me if there was any questions that were off topic before we started. Does yeah. the same work for you?
0: No, you – go okay, ahead. You can okay, ask me okay, anything.
1: Okay. I, I just don't – okay. So one could argue that you and Badoop have a DOM relationship. Really? Yeah. You're just trading goods instead of cash.
0: You well, provide- see, I see, serv- I see rendering services and all that. Yeah. Because I, I provide a service for certain mm-hmm. things. Yes. I don't but, when you just give it to me and I haven't earned it or I haven't given you anything in return. I don't know how that works. Well, in true fandom, something is given.
1: That's the misnomer. So so if there's nothing given, whether that's time, attention, um, acknowledgement, if you're giving those things, that's what they're paying for. Because true yeah. findom fin is tied to an exchange of some kind. So if I'm a humiliation slave, I'm going to humiliate you. And then I'm going to make you tribute me for your, for that time, that attention rather than just charging an hourly rate.
0: Oh, well,
1: the way you say it
0: makes it a little clearer for me. I just never understood it before.
1: There, there is an exchange there. There's a, a, a service of some kind. And that's mm-hmm. the difference is you have a lot of guys popping up and saying, I'm, I'm a Fandom dom, tribute me. But they're not providing the service. So they'll they'll tell the sub, you know.
0: It's open-ended.
1: Yeah. Well, there there isn't any. They don't try to get into the sub's head. They don't try to figure out why and, and how and when. And they're just out to make quick a buck. So if the mm-hmm. sub is in humiliation, they're just going to push that button until. It quits dispensing money, then they're gonna move on to the next sub. Compared to Well, that's the
0: part I don't get. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't the customer or the person giving money move on too because they're not getting anything out of it?
1: Well, they they usually do. And so so it's just
0: like a cash and dash, it's like a burn. Yep. Well that leaves a bad taste in the customer's mouth.
1: Yes. But they don't see themselves as customers. (sighs)
0: this is why I don't do fetish because I I'm too lazy for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. Okay. So
1: think about it. Like, let me give a good example. Let's say I go trying to think of some place you might go and spend money and not spend money. Let's say I go to the mall. And why I'm at the mall, that's a bad example.
0: Yeah, why are you at the mall? It's so 2005. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's the fact that there, there a lot of people are calling it financial domination, but what it is is it's sex work and – rather than admitting that they are a client it's easy for them to pretend they are submissive okay they're pretending to be a submissive because they're afraid to admit they're paying for sex work it's a way to deflect it oh no i'm i'm not i'm not paying a sex worker i'm tributing a dom that's different <gasps> It's it's, it's okay. not, it's not. They're just saying that to make the girls feel better.
0: I understand. So you're it's how. Easy.
1: It doesn't okay. make any sense, but you know, no, it, it's conflicting. It's 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 counterintuitive.
0: Okay. All right. Whew! That was intense, man. That was intense. <laughs> Speaking of intense, because I just want people to get to know you a little bit and yeah. uh, see where you're coming from. Now let's see where you're really coming from. I met you. I mean, we knew each other through the podcast. How, uh, is that how you first? Yeah, I'm, knew I'm me? A stalker.
1: I stalked you. Okay, yeah. and
0: then we met each. We met at um... <laughs> God. Where the hell were we? Community.
1: You met Kim, Community at the Why Not Awards
0: for the first time, face to face. We knew each yes. other by passing in emails right. and emails, and I knew that he loved Halloween.
1: And I, uh, I, geeked, I geeked out and yelled your name and ran across the hotel floor to you.
0: Oh my God, that's so beautiful! <laughs> you yeah, met right when I got there. Right when I yes, got there with yes. such a warm I, I, welcoming, and, you and, and then from- you, and
1: Jocelyn, you and Jocelyn were like, We don't know if he's
0: dangerous or not. <laughs> It doesn't it? matter. He's going to plow <laughs> us over no matter what. <laughs> but um, we talked there. And then that's where I discovered that you were in a relationship with multiple people on a level that I've never even experienced. So could you just, let's start from the beginning. Let's like we're telling the story for the first time because I picked your brain there. But okay. the people listening to this podcast have no idea. All right. So, Let's start with how you met. Is your husband?
1: So my partners. So there's there's two that I met together because they were already a couple. And that's Brian and Daryl. And so back at the mall, takes us back to the mall, um, Mm -hmm. I was working and I was 23. um, And they were shopping for a Mother's Day gift. And I was... Robinson's May um, and I was working in housewares and I was taking someone to customer service and they came up the escalator and they were checking me out and I was checking them out and they were checking me out. Um, and then we played, played this, you quite know, a little game across the floor until, we, Oh, hi, how are you? You know, you know, conversation, um, you know, back then it wasn't as easy to admit that you were gay in public. So it was like, where do you hang out? And then yeah. based upon where they would hang out, you know, Oh, they're gay. And so we started.
0: That was the code. That, I like it. That
1: was the code. Yeah. Where do you hang out? What bar?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, if they dropped a gay bar, oh, they're gay.
0: Um, Got it.
1: There was no grinder. There was no growler. There was no scruff. There was no tender. I'm old.
0: No, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> I mean, there was pay phones if you really yeah. want to get down and dirty. But <laughs> that
1: was it. Oh, you had cell phones, but you, the the Internet wasn't. I mean it was it was online but it was not mobile.
0: Uh. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean I had a, I had a cell phone in my 20s. Pager first. Mhm. Yeah. Beat me if so the apocalypse guys- comes. Oh, what? Apocalypse? What? I'm there. Are we teaming be- up? Are we going to be, be a team?
1: Yes, absolutely. Beat me okay. beat me if the it, beat me if the apocalypse comes. It's a line from Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Oh, the movie or the show?
1: The, sh- the show.
0: I never watched TV show. What? Yeah. Girl, you were missing I mean, out. I love the movie. I just never You're watched the show. Out. You need to watch the <laughs> show. Okay.
1: Will- all right, I will. I'll get on it. <laughs> With all that it's- free time you have.
0: Oh, all that free. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I go back and I watch Friends right now. I never watch Friends. And now when I'm doing my makeup, because it's only 30 minutes, I'll throw on oh. Friends. Oh, there you go. So I'll do Buffy. the same with Buffy as soon as I'm done with friends.
1: So if the, when the zombie outbreak happens, because it will, you come to California. Okay. And, and I live right off from Catalina Island. We're going to go to Catalina Island. We're going to set up base there. They have wild buffalo. Okay. They have a water table for fresh water. Ooh. And, it's, and it's surrounded by an island. Sh-
0: should we be telling everybody this right now?
1: No one's going to pay attention. Okay, <laughs> okay,
0: all right. Give it to me then.,
1: uh, and we set up base camp there.
0: all right, I'm gonna before I get to the island with you, I uh, want to go um over to Costco or wherever there's an eye clinic so I can pick up a whole bunch of contacts and glasses, and we're gonna sell that shit like gold. Oh, there you go. yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> I, I'm going to Home Depot and oh yeah I'm gonna pick up machetes and sell machetes.
0: Oh, perfect. All right. You get the weapons and I'm going to get the eye source because it's going to be needed. Oh, yeah. Antibiotics. Sure. Anti medicine is going to be gold. Okay. So we got that down. Now we're (laughs) back at the mall.
1: (laughs) So I I met Brian Darrell and this was back in 2004. Um, And we started hanging out and became friends and friends with benefits. And then we just became a threesome.
0: So they were an open relationship beforehand, yeah, and then it transferred over to the serious, yeah. uh, Polly, over to Polly. Why couldn't I think of the word? (laughs) Okay, so you could just all sat down and you're like, "Look, we really like you. You really Uh like us. Hmm. Let's just all be one." Yeah. Is there any jealousy?
1: Of course, we're
0: human. Okay. Yeah, jealousy I
1: happens. In fact in fact I'm we're going through couples counseling right now.
0: Is there a therapist that yep. that okay, so this Yeah, they just they therapist. just approach it they approach it as
1: family therapy compared to couples therapy. All right. Because we're a right. larger unit.
0: Well I mean, well there's still trust, loyalty, communication, all those aspects.
1: Yeah, yeah you're just balancing it with more people.
0: Speaking of time, where does time <laughs> management come into play? <laughs> uh,
1: calendars. Calendars, calendars, and calendars. They're going to be big.
0: I totally understand that because I have a calendar downstairs. It's a big teacher calendar that my family, and you just said family unit, they yeah. have to look at my calendar and they can structure around me. Yeah. Or I around them, just depending if well, they're named we, on
1: it. We use Google Calendar. And so when we put something on it, it appears on everyone's phone. That's so we'll,
0: That's great.
1: Yeah. And so, and so I, I was with Brian and Daryl for about 10 years when we met
0: Tommy, and he became our fourth. How did you meet Tommy? Online. So you guys went searching for a fourth. You're like, it's time for a fourth?
1: Yeah. We actually went through a few people before we found the right fourth.
0: Like a dating, yeah. just like dating. Okay. Yeah. And then and, you uh, added Tommy. Did he had, know, was he ready? Oh, how can I say this? Was he, knew Tommy, we
1: deal. he knew we were a package deal. Okay.
0: Has so, he ever been in a relationship like that before where he had to he, share?
1: This was his first poly relationship.
0: How'd he do? How'd he fare? How was he his evaluation?
1: Fared very, <laughs> he, fared very, he fared very
0: well. He did. So he yeah. accepted. Gosh, it just seems like a lot, of, a lot of feelings into play. Yes. Time management down. I mean, but I get it. When you say family unit, people have a very large family, but they yeah. figure it the fuck out.
1: Yeah. I think, I, I told people, I think it us like
0: a pack. Hey, guys, this is Rebecca Love. And if you're going to go to a cam site, well, do me a favor, go to camimodels.com, C-A-M-M-Y-M-O-D-E-L-S.com. That's my affiliated link with Streamy. If you use that, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Again, please go and use my link, camimodels.com.
1: Because we function very much like a pack. Like a a pack of wolves.
0: Do you have an alpha?
1: We do.
0: Which one's the alpha? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't tell me right away. Everybody got your guess? All right. Think about it. And whoever's wrong has to drink. Do you hear me now? Don't lie to me. I'll know. (laughs) All right. Who is it? Who's the alpha? Brian. Brian's the alpha. Brian's the alpha. So he keeps you all in line. He's very organized.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's he's, he's the one that keeps the house running.
0: That's great. Because yeah. it means a lot for one person to be the head of the household. It's a real job. I, I'm pretty. I'm not smart. You are super cute. You know, I, I have my talents. Managing I,
1: things isn't one of them. Unless, yeah, unless but- I get to tie you up, then that's perfect because you're staying in one place.
0: <laughs> but... Like, what's, what's your role in the family? What is your, how do you contribute? Um, And I'm not talking sexual.
1: So my, my role is the caretaker. So I tend to go around to everyone and make sure everyone's okay. What, what's going on and, and make sure that they're functioning or they need things. So I'm more of like the emotional alpha. Of the house mm-hmm. and Brian the practical stuff.
0: You're like the mom and dad. Yeah, that's great. Wow, that's beautiful. So you brought Tommy in. Yes. And are we done yet, or is there more?
1: We've added more recently.
0: Whoa. The,
1: the more. Don't okay, wait with- a minute.
0: How long were you? How long? Okay, let's go back. How long was Brian? And I'm gonna. I should have wrote names down. Uh, what, what's, what's the other part? Daryl. I should know Daryl from walking dead. That should just hit me in the head. (laughs) Brian and Daryl, man. Don't you know? So Brian and Daryl were together. How long before they met you?
1: Six years.
0: Okay. A minute. Yeah. And then you, Brian and Daryl were together. How long? Oh, wait, 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 wait. How long before Tommy came in? About 10 years. Okay, so by the 10th year, you introduced Tom. So how long was Tom there before you introduced another? Five years. So there's pretty significant increments in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then what do you do? Just have a family meeting? Well, the, the new ones are
1: they're submissives. So their, their roles are not as active in the household. But they're a part of the pack. So Brian and I are both um, both Dom. So uh, he has a submissive and then I have a submissive. And so okay. both of our submissives are part of the household. Like they don't live in the household, but they're part of the family.
0: Part of the pact. Yeah. Got it. So you added two more. So there's four, two, six total. Yeah. Wow. It's a That's the story. That's the story. <sighs> has anybody ever because people have breakups all the time so everybody's golden for right now mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean we have ups and downs we have arguments we have fights there's jealousy i mean the, the reality is that that Polly doesn't make life any easier you have it doesn't
0: same, sound like it's easy <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's all the same issues that are in any relationship um but what i get out of it is a spectrum of support because it's really hard in my opinion when you have one spouse for that one spouse to be everything for you like they're they're supposed to wear so many hats and so now for me in my relationship I have a spectrum of people that I love and I trust who help me grow in different ways in my life
0: and you know which person to go to for whatever that may be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's fascinating to me. I mean, I wasn't even thinking of the sexual part. I was thinking just the dynamics alone. I mean, what you do in bed and who you do it with that, you know, teach their own. I get, well, not for me. I mean, everything's public for me, but (laughs) (laughs) so the primary partners, would that be, um, Daryl, Brian and you, uh,
1: it would be, it would be, Daryl,
0: Brian, Tommy, and I. And then the other two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, how does your friends and family fare with this whole uh, Um, dynamic? They're
1: they're pretty good. Um, Like, I'm only going to speak for my family. Um, I've been honest with my family from the very beginning. But my dad still calls them my roommates. That's adorable. He's old school. He's old school. He's like, "How are your roommates doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "They're good, Dad." <laughs> but but I let him know, like, you know, these are my partners. Like they they know, and and uh, my brothers are good about it. They ask, you know, "How are how are the boys?" You know, um, yeah. But they've they've really, I mean, because I've not made it a big deal. They've accepted it really easily.
0: It's true. If you own it and don't make it a big deal, it's a lot easier yeah. to accept. Or eventually they'll come around. It's one yeah, or the other. I mean, it's, it's, or you, or you it's, have it's shitty parents. Client. That's all I'm saying. Well,
1: <laughs> I, think, I think for me it's like one of the things like, you know, because I'm gay, I had to accept very early that um, I am who I am. And you're either mm-hmm. going to accept me as I am or you're not, but I'm not going to change for you. And so that y- same you philosophy- can't. no, you can't. And so that same philosophy is very easy when I, when, you know, I came out of the poly closet, you know, and I said, "Hey, I'm I'm polyamorous, and I have you know three partners, and and more partners over here. Like it's it's who I am. You, it, take it or leave it, but it's not going to change."
0: But did you know you were poly before you met Brian and Daryl?
1: I didn't, but I should have because my my first serious relationship was a, was was with a, a a boyfriend and a girlfriend that were together. So my very first relationship that was like a serious relationship yeah. was 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 a threesome with myself, um, another guy, and a girl.
0: Your I've very first that... experience was a threesome.
1: Well, that was my no serious relationship. I had had serious relationship. Oh. But I'd never oh. had a serious relationship. My first serious relationship in high school was a poly relationship.
0: You just didn't years. know the label for it. Correct. Did You had to keep that one hidden, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because that's pretty intense. Not even coming out of the closet. But <laughs> that was a whole group. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, knowing <laughs> I mean, you didn't know, but you knew At, yeah, yeah, that's pretty intense too, because it's high school, and I remember i I couldn't imagine being in that type of relationship. I'd cut a bitch um
1: well i think I think for us, because there was one girl mm-hmm. um, and we both focused on her oh. that, that it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, we we were together with each other because I was bisexual, um, or as I say, I'm quantum sexual. Um, What's that mean? So quantum sexual is my sexuality depends on the situation. Oh. So So you're in love
0: with the person, not their gender.
1: It's almost like saying, um, what do the kids call it?
0: Pan? Oh, that word! I know exactly what you're talking about. What the kids call it—pansexual. <laughs> yeah, pansexual.
1: So, pa- it's basically being pansexual, but quantum makes more sense to my brain because quantum means you're always in a flux, right? You're always changing. There's no one. There's no one constant. So you're absolutely right. So it makes a lot more sense than pansexual. I didn't. My brain
0: doesn't like it. I like your version better because I was in an open relationship back in the day, and now I'm in a monogamous relationship. And your word, because you're always evolving or you're changing, that pansexual, well, that just puts you in one category when quad, it's evolving.
1: Well, it's, it's like if I had the chance to do a film with a woman, I would do it. I mean, it wouldn't be an issue for me
0: you're turned on by the individual. Correct. Would you so, guys ever add a woman to your pack?
1: Oh no, no. I I don't think the boys would like that.
0: Well, I didn't know if any of them were bisexual.
1: None of them are bisexual. They're all gay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't yeah. wasn't sure.
1: No, I wasn't it's sure. okay. Um, and I I haven't I haven't my my last girlfriend Apparently from what I've been told, um she had she had a dead fish smell.
0: Oh well it somebody was, just didn't was,
1: teach. It was her. bad. It was really bad. Um so it <laughs> Maybe you
0: just I, really didn't like girls. <laughs> it, it, no, no, it was
1: it was bad. Like I I became a champion muffin diver when holding my breath. Um there wasn't a bad taste. It was just the smell. It was like something died here.
0: Maybe she just, she was off with her pH. Maybe, her pH yeah. Mount. I
1: mean, I, at that age, I didn't know to ask the right questions. And it wasn't until my 30s that my friends had finally convinced me that that wasn't how all women smell. Right. It took, a, de- it took a decade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that the only girl you were ever with? Um, yeah. So you had no comparison. Correct. Oh, well, then that makes sense. You're absolutely gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely. There, there's just. But I'm, straight, I'm, did, straight, I'm straight for pay. You're, oh, you're straight for pay. So mm-hmm. you can think it and you're strong like bull.
1: Yes. Strong like
0: bull. That's hot. So are there <laughs> places where people can, like, say they want to be in a poly? Are there yeah. meetup groups? Are there places that people can go and be in the comfort or? or well, I uh, mean you can. There's lots. Of,
1: well, there. I mean, most dating apps will will tell you if it's a couple looking to meet a third.
0: Oh, I haven't been on a dating app, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay, okay. So see, well, I'm so out of the
1: times. So most most dating apps will 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 tell you, hey, it's, I'm a single male, or I'm a single female, or we're two males, or we're two females, so that would be your first indication that this would be maybe a poly relationship, that it's multiple And that's on every app. Pretty much. I mean, like, I mean, I don't think it's on Tinder, but I mean, like, pretty much most, and it's probably not on, like, Plenty of Fish, like, anything Christian, but most apps out there. They're going to give you the option of saying who's who's looking.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you just found people in your community. Not in the beginning.
1: No. Well, I mean, yeah. Not in the beginning. It was old school. Like, yeah. I don't know anyone who's actually met, like, their spouses that way.
0: <laughs> I know, because it's old school. You had to go somewhere to meet someone. You had to leave the fucking house. <laughs> I know.
1: Uh, you, know, you couldn't just dial, dial up a date anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it'd be good to go out and meet people. I uh, know. What but, a great concept. Uh, the true, Well, the, I, I like it because then you know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with anytime you hook up with someone online, there's like a 50, 50 chance of what you're going to get when it comes to the door. It's like ordering DoorDash. Like <laughs> you have a 50, 50 chance that your food's going to show up and be right or warm, or correct, or this or that, it's the same thing with, with online dating. You got a 50-50 chance of if your order is going to show up right there, too.
0: <laughs> I never thought about it that way, but I guess you're right. That's how it would work, and it's fast food, so there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, don't, if you don't want to go out and spend the time to, to invest in looking for your next meal, you, you
0: take what you get. That was beautiful. <laughs> Like I want that on a freaking t-shirt. That's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Am I leaving anything out of this for Polly? Is there more so I, things that can educate?
1: I, I think I think we want to definitely dispel the misnomer. So Polly is not polygamy.
0: Oh, I wasn't thinking that, but you sh- thank you for noting that. Yeah. yeah, for the audience. So polygamy
1: is when you have one person who is married to multiple people? There's no relationship. So, so for example, like with Mormons, there's the husband, and then he marries the wives. And the wives are sister wives, but they don't have necessarily a romantic relationship with the other wives. In Polly, in poly, that that relationship is open. So um, the wives could or could not. Have relationships with each other or with other people, and you have or all different- at once. Correct, and you have different types. So, like, so you have open poly and closed poly. So when when the boys and I got together, there was two or three years where we close. It was a monogamous poly relationship. You know, we didn't date or have sex outside the relationship because we wanted to focus on building the bonds of the relationship and 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 that communication. You can have a poly pod of two, six, 12 people, and technically that, that group, that pod, could be open or monogamous and still be poly either way. Poly just implies that you are having more than one relationship, but how that comes out is up to the individuals involved. Um, there's a term that floats around called, you know, polycule, because A poly relationship could look like a molecule. It could either be completely encased, you know, nothing branching out, or you could have branches out to their own sections. Um,
0: It's like a monogamous relationship. You can have an open relationship or not. Exactly. Okay. It's the communication. Do you guys, like, sit around a table and have a vote? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, I just yeah, picture but, it. I feel like family we have, meetings.
1: We have family meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday dinners. Sunday dinners are a big thing for us. That's where we catch like up that. and talk. Um, we do votes, we do we now we now when we want to talk about something that's upsetting us, we no longer will talk about it with just that one person. We found that if we do it collectively, there is more active listening. You're, you're, yeah, you're like paying that. more attention to what the person's saying um, when you're in a group setting compared to we fall into this automated process when our spouse comes us and says, honey, I'm, I'm upset that you blah, 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 fill in here. We, 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 we start programming an audio track of what they're going to say in our own head and we quit listening. We quit paying attention and giving them that, atten- that, that thought. Um, And so we have found for us that when we want to address concerns or issues, we do better when everyone's together um, because it it forces you to be engaged um, rather than falling into that trap of just thinking what you know the person's going to say rather than actually really listening to them and giving them that courtesy of hearing what they're actually saying.
0: Well, you're brainstorming with different perspectives from each individual. Correct. Hmm. Yeah, we don't do that at my house. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, we go straight to that person, and you know, yeah. blah. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, I don't know if I could personally be in that type of relationship because I do get super jealous, especially now because my partner is very super jealous, and I think it kind of just overflowed onto me because I didn't always used to be like that. Yeah, well, but we kind of just combined as one. There, but I there do are, miss was, the old days. <laughs>
1: I think that I think that I mean, there's no right or wrong. Some people are built for it; some people aren't. But I think in, in your case, because you, you, and, and forgive me if I'm if I'm misinterpreting or stepping out of turn here. It sounds to me like you've. Not, you're not used to monogamy. That's been a recent thing for you in, in this relationship. Like, And so it's allowed you to become a little more attached to him. Because if you're in an open relationship, you you don't allow yourself to feel jealousy, even though you are having jealous feelings. So when you're in a monogamous relationship, you're still feeling the same feelings you had in the open relationship. You're just more honest that you're feeling them. Because you feel like you have the right to feel them because you're monogamous,
0: it, it allows wow. you. To be more,
1: it Get allows it out you of my to, head. <laughs> it allows you to be more honest with yourself about what you're feeling because you feel justified to feel it. Got you. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's
0: yeah. pretty deep too. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's. I mean, it works for you guys. It's not so new
0: anymore, though. That was like 15 years ago. It's not so new (laughs) anymore. I'm getting freaking old now. You guys, you and
1: Mr. Matt have been together for 15 years?
0: Yeah, and before that, it was 10 with the baby daddy.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's not like we're fucking married or anything, but thank you. (laughs) It might as well be. I mean,
1: if you share expenses... You share a dwelling. You're committed to each other, and specifically, I'm going to say, if, if, if you're monogamous, what if that's not marriage? What is it? It's the difference yeah. between having a piece of paper and not having a piece of paper.
0: Well, that's true. It's true. I mean,
1: it's it's a partnership.
0: We're cohabitating. Whatever we are <laughs> doing, that that's what we're doing. You're correct. You you are. Uh, As your dad would say, I have hella roommates. (laughs) 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 I do miss the girl sprinkled in once in a while, though, because I, I mean, I love, I love penis and cock all day long, but I I like to play with the puss. You know, I like to throw a girl in there now and then, but.
1: And he he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be open to like the two of you together.
0: Maybe, but, you know, it's, it, that was back in the day. It's less adventurous in the bedroom like that, but. Okay. Yeah. Not that I'm complaining because no. I had my fill. I had my fill for, I had a good run, man. You sewed all the
1: wild oats.
0: All of them. I got it all out in my <laughs> 20s and 30s. were good. <laughs> I checked every fucking box I could. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So we, we talked about the, uh, open poly. We figured out that, um, polygamy and polyamorous are two different things. Correct. What else are we missing?
1: Um, poly is not exclusive to gender or sexual identity. So you can be straight, you could be gay, you could be quantum sexual, you know, poly is just a way for us to classify that you have more than one romantic relationship and the ability to maintain more than one romantic relationship is what defines it as poly so
0: how many people are as successful as your pack
1: um i'm sure there's a few there's got to there got to be out there um i, I think for Honestly, for us, don't hate me. It's a very misogynistic statement, but I think it's the fact that there's no women in our group.
0: I'll agree with that. I'll agree (laughs) with that all day long. I totally understand that.
1: I think think that women have a harder time with polyamory than men do. I, I, I I think it's
0: a fair statement.
1: Well, I think it's you because know why? women women aren't encouraged to separate sex and love. They're forced; they're it's forced down their throat from little girls that sex and love are the same thing, mm-hmm. and that's not their fault. It's just how society tries to program them. And so, when you can't separate those two, it makes it very difficult to balance out multiple relationships.
0: That's a beautiful statement because I was talking to a friend of mine who is gay. I mean straight for pay, but gay. And he was telling me about these men orgies. And they were there and everything goes. And he goes, it doesn't work the same with swingers clubs and all that because the women involved get jealous. Now he didn't break it down like you did, but he goes, it's pretty much a free for all. Cause I, I asked, I'm like, do people get jealous? And then they go, no, they know exactly what they're there for. It has nothing to do with love.
1: So so think, okay, I'm going to break it out for you. Think think of, of a, a, a a mixed orgy with men and women like mm-hmm. a potluck where everyone brings their own dishes. You know how the, your name's in the bottom of your dish with the potluck and you're watching to make sure no one takes off with your, your casserole dish? Yeah. That's what an orgy like is with men and women. They don't care if you eat the dish, but don't take off with the casserole dish. The women are okay. always looking for that name. They're always making sure the man's going home with them. Just like the S- casserole dish.
0: So they can't let down that guard, that wall. Right. Correct. Mm. It's a beautiful statement. I, I understand, too, because I have a vagina. I get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. We're conditioned that way. Yes. Yeah. And, so absolutely. you have the freedom of the sexual revolution or the sexual experience and women ha- are just constricted because we're conditioned that way.
1: Yeah. But slowly but surely that'll it's a change.
0: Fair right. Oh, sure. You know, everything goes off kilter and then goes the other way and then that's just the way it goes. History repeats itself yeah. and it cycles. It's a circle of life, baby. It's a circle of life. Do it, girlfriend. Do it.
1: Moves it moves <laughs>
0: Well, on that note, (laughs) you've been amazing. You have been great. This is very educational. I'm glad we got to know you. Could you please tell us how to find you?
1: I'd love to. Uh, You can find me on my website, which is lordruffsir.com. You can find me on Twitter uh, as lordruffsir. You can find me on Instagram as lordruffsir.ig. Um, or you can find me also on Night Flirt as Lord Rough Sir.
0: That's it. That's everything. Go get him. Go get him. All right. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. You've Thank been. You. It was an yummy. Honor to
1: be here. Thank you.
0: Aww. All right. Good night. Hiya, Marvin!
1: Hiya, Thumperface! Wanna help me decorate the tree? I love decorating Christmas trees! I'll
0: put an ornament here, and 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 here, <laughs> Ah, uh, I guess I got a little excited.
1: Yeah. Happy holidays from everyone at the Adult Film Star Network. Um, thumper? Thumper? Thumper?